So, day three of the December 10. It's Saturday here, so I'm in my weekend non-work get-up. Let me tell you about um, day three. It's very much about how um, how I turned things into being my design, as opposed to, um, I don't know how many of you grew up or maybe are still in a an environment where it seems like everything around you is out to screw with things just going along at a nice easy pace for once. Do you know if you ever use that saying like when will it be easy? <laughs> or I just want I just want something to go smoothly. That's very much how I felt when I was um, a young kid. Everything just seemed to be so complicated and difficult and complex, you know? And I, I really couldn't understand why, to be honest. You know, I had friends and things and they seemed to have a grand time at their house and mine was just shit. I'm like, well, when, when, when does my life get like, easier and fun and peaceful when does that happen you know so uh, when I was around 13 years of age um, that's when it sort of all came out through my school through um, a teacher who really cared about my potential and knew that something was off and through her guidance it came out that I was um, being abused at home so it all came out at the school you know in, uh, between the counselor and the principal and this teacher and my my parents were called in and there was a big sort of powwow which to be honest I don't remember much of I really feel like I dissociated from that whole meeting and what I do remember though is that when we left the school and went home from there, uh, I went straight to my room and stayed there. And I really don't recall anything that happened uh, for the rest of that evening until this. So that night uh, I was asleep in my bed and I had become accustomed to sleeping naked because it was it lessened the length of time that I had to be in the presence of my abuser. So rather than, you know, it made sense to my head at the time, rather than wear pajamas or a nightie, which just gave more things for him to do. It seemed to be just easier if I just slept naked and it would be over quicker. Um, and so this particular night, uh, my mum came into my room and woke me up by sort of pulling back the sheet, seeing that I was naked, saying that this is why this has all happened, you know, that I was the acting like a little slut to bring this on and proceed, proceeded to uh, beat me quite badly. So once the beating was finished, I... Uh, got myself dressed and I, I grabbed two things. Here's the, the mind of a child, right? I grabbed a 
my favorite teddy bear and my asthma inhaler, my Ventolin inhaler. Um, and my bedroom actually had like a back door. <laughs> it was an old um, Air Force house. And so it had a fire escape that came off actually my room. So um, I skirted out the fire escape and ran. And from that moment on, um, so I think it was probably, I think it was around sort of midnight-ish from memory. Uh, I became a street kid for the next few years. And, you know, did some couch surfing and, um, you know, different people took me in, took pity on me. Uh, and I'd stay in places here and there for a few times. Uh, plenty of times I slept on doormats that were the nice softer kind uh, because even in this I lived in Darwin in the Northern Territory and even though it's a very hot humid place when you're accustomed to the weather at night and especially the middle of the night it's actually quite cold <laughs> so when you are sleeping on sort of concrete or wet grass it can be quite cold so um, yeah I was a street kid and you know, made money any way I could, whether that was stealing it, working for it, um, doing favours, things. And um, I talk, I'll talk about this uh, in one of the next few days in the December 10. Uh, I also went into the sex industry to make money as well. And I was quite young, as you know, 13, 14, 15. So very much around that time, you know, I was the world was a really nasty place and I really believed that um, that was my lot in life you know that's what I had been born for was to um, play those roles be that for those people anyone I came across always seemed to have something they wanted from me and so I very much waited I guess for the external people and events and circumstances to show me or tell me what was expected of me so in that case I was very much like a you know like a pinball in a pinball machine I was simply at the mercy of you know what I was being hit against and off I went and I lived life like that for a very long time actually even past my sort of when I lived on the streets and um what I want to say about this is that how that's turned around for me, how I see that differently, is it taught me so much about what it feels like to put all my certainty on the uncertainty of my surroundings. Because I had zero trust in myself, I, I truly believed that anyone I came across and any situation I found myself in would just propel me in the in the direction I had to go and so I was at the mercy of that and that's what I did I just pinged from here to there to here to there to them to him to her and and lived my life that way and it certainly was not something that I believed was in my control I really felt completely 100% powerless 
so um, now I'm very very passionate about being a lot clearer more clear on what do I have control of you know when I feel a certain emotion when I'm in a certain predicament or a certain event or you know I have a choice to make or something like that is recognizing that in everything I have a choice everything it doesn't mean those choices are always you know one great choice and one shitty choice sometimes the choices that are put in front of us are all kind of shitty you know not what we expected or not what we want however the point that that sticks with me is that the truth is there is always a choice and when we do not want to trust ourselves and take responsibility for a choice that's when we turn the language around and to preserve our our self-esteem and our ego we say that we're at the mercy of what's outside of us and that oh, I just don't have a choice and that's what I used to believe I really did and looking back now you know hindsight's a wonderful thing isn't it what I learned is a lot of the situations I was in when I was younger I still had a choice and a lot of the times I didn't know any better and so you know everyone is doing the best they can with the tools they have on them at the time and so it's not about judging myself or putting myself down or anyone else for that matter it's seeing that once we can embrace personal power which is shifting away from blame and into responsibility blame doesn't help anyone so personal power is about understanding that when you can fully own a bad decision or something that went pear-shaped and go oh shit you know that wasn't that wasn't my greatest moment I could have done that better or XYZ and learn from it once you can embrace that without the blame you can also grow then in power when you do something that's amazing you can take you know the the wins so much stronger you know when we do, we do something really well and we tend to go oh you know but it was a group effort or oh someone really helped me or you know we make these excuses so that we don't seem to you know proud of ourselves. yet there's nothing wrong with being proud of you achieving something or overcoming something or it's a great thing to do because what you're doing is proving to yourself that you have gifts that you have merit that you have something to offer and when you've lived a life where you believed that you didn't have anything that people would just take stuff from you it's important to learn from those take responsibility so that when you have the wins you are in control of that and to be able to navigate your path without guilt without shame without blame that is so empowering that's where your strength is when you can 
recognize mistakes or errors or things you would have done differently and instead of dwelling on them or making excuses for them you can start you can you know sort of uh, analyze it a little bit and go okay what would I have done differently what can I learn from this what will help me move forward and be an even more authentic version of myself tomorrow that's the difference I find when I look back at myself as a street kid and I really see myself as like I said a pinball you know a pinball in a pinball machine that now you know I am the pinball machine <laughs> and I navigate and move things in my life the way that I want them to be and I can see the power in both I can see how I've grown and the gifts that I learned back then and how I can use them now so yeah I, I, I just wanted to share that bit of my life with you and ask you to look at what areas in your life that you may be putting the you know the, the designer hands the architect hands at someone else's feet rather than you designing it yourself you taking control you being the architect what areas of your life are you simply accepting that you're at the mercy of outside influences because that's a choice and it's one that you do not have to settle for you can become the architect and decide how you want to design the rest of your life.